Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Why do I? Why do we always feel so awkward doing this? <laughs> because we're under a pillow. <laughs> I just feel so weird because it's like there's a chance like no one will ever hear this or like listen to we'll us. Hear it. That's true. <laughs> Our friends will hear it. Yeah, I'll make them hear it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hi, friends. <laughs> Are we recording? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, friends. Um, well, maybe we can cut that part out, probably. No, um, I like it. Hi, friends. <laughs> okay. Hi, friends. So we're back to recording. You guys don't know this, but we actually recorded the first part of this one almost two months ago. <laughs> and then we got distracted. <laughs> well, Sage had a bunch of school. Okay, like a month and a half ago, and Sage had a bunch of schoolwork, and we did it. I was stressed. So, but now I'm not. And you heard we the are. questions. Uh, Gryffindor has four points. I'm pretty sure right now. I might be wrong. I might have to edit that no, later. You got but five out of five points on the first question. Oh, just kidding. I got five points, girl. Which is why I made it harder. You guys don't know this, but next time questions round, they're much harder. Yeah, we've already recorded those. So, yeah, and Slytherin. So we decided that if Sage is able to trick me, then <laughs> which is my goal always. Then, yeah, it's her goal. And since she's a Slytherin, she'll get points for that. So if she gets zero points out of five points, I get the five po- all five points. Yeah. It's a real rivalry right here. Yeah. So, I would say this is a little unfair to Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff. But, but I kind of represent Ravenclaw and she kind of represents Hufflepuff. True. Also, if you are a Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff and you answer the questions correctly or wrong or Congrats. whatever, let us know. And yeah, we you will, got those points. Yeah, we'll give you the points. Good job. We're proud of you. Okay, so there's no recap from last chapter because this is the first chapter. Sage, what chapter is this? Would you like to speak? Hold up. <laughs> I, it's, I have it in there. You do? Oh, oh, oh I, see, right I see. I see. It's right there. Sorry, okay. Sage can't read notes. Nope, I can't. So also, we are listening along. If you guys don't know, the Harry Potter cast and like anyone kind of involved with Harry Potter, whether it be the actors from the movies or the new movies or the stage plays or any of the past readers of the books they're all reading a chapter of harry potter right now during this quarantine on spotify it's great the first chapter is the boy who lived yeah it's read by daniel radcliffe i loved it in case you guys didn't know plays harry potter (laughs) how did you like it taylor it was great. I enjoyed that I could hear a Harry car Potter. moving in his background, oh, really? which is kind of funny. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I just liked Harry Potter reading yeah. Harry Potter. I'll be honest, I get that they want him to be the first person to talk, but at the same time, I also want to hear him speaking as Harry Potter, and so I hope he comes. Maybe I mean, there's a lot. Back. There's a lot. Yeah, there are a lot of chapters. Not, well, there are actually that many people, but <laughs> yeah. he'll come back, maybe. Say I really liked it. It was good. I let, he, he was very, like, chill. I feel like I'm laid back. It was a fun time. Yeah, I so. agree. Okay, so we've already talked about us and the questions. We have talked about us? We did that. I'm pretty sure we did, yeah. If not, we can re- recap it later. Okay. <laughs> well, do you want to talk about us now? All right. I feel like that okay. makes sense. You go for it. But I feel like when we went over, like, our houses. Yeah, sure. You know. Tell me, what house are you? Well, should I just talk about all of me? Or should I answer your questions? You can talk about all of me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you seem very disappointed by that. No, it's okay. Okay. I'm a Gryffindor. Oh my god. We said Gryffindor gets five points about introducing what house we're in. We're gonna have to put this at the beginning, I think. We'll figure it out. I'll do some editing magic. Okay. <laughs> okay. So... 
at my Gryffindor. And Sage just was being mean about it. Gryffindors are pretty great. We are. Why doesn't it have like a thing that I can click on? To I don't know, but don't you about know about? Part? Don't you know your house, Taylor? I do know my house, obviously. I just, I don't know. I'm not ready. I wasn't ready. Okay, <laughs> I wasn't prepared. So I'm a Gryffindor. We are courageous, and we are brave and strong, and we stand up for our friends, and we stand up for doing the right thing. Okay, I don't know about that. That's a bit of an embellishment. No. It's Does it say truth. in the description you stand up for doing the right thing? Where's my phone? It says more on the phone version of Pottermore than it does on... I feel like that's something a Gryffindor would say, that's all. No, you we do stand for doing the right thing. I mean... We aren't Slytherin. Alright. Okay, moving on past Gryffindor, I'll come back to it. <laughs> so my wand is an alder wood with a dragon heartstring core. It is 12 and a half inches and quite bendy and flexible. Actually, I have like really long wands. How long are they? 12 and a half inches. Mine's longer. What's yours? 14 and a half. Wait, how big are <laughs> wands normally? Okay, hold on. Quick break, everyone, while we look up how big wands normally are. You can take the sorting hat again? Yes, that's what? what I told you. No way. Well, that's I don't want to take it again, like, but... That's why I kept on being like, why are you... So Sage, instead of... What? Sage, instead uh, of... What am I trying to say? I really don't know. Oh, instead of taking... The sorting hat again on the same account. I just have made multiple accounts because we'll we'll get to this, but sometimes I get Ravenclaw and I love Ravenclaw, but I'm a Slytherin. I gotta retake it if it says I'm a Ravenclaw because I'm a Slytherin. It's wrong. I just don't understand why you've taken it. Like I mean, don't me wrong. I've taken it multiple times. I just always get Gryffindor. Besides That's one time, you. I got Hufflepuff. But all right, cool. And what's yours? My wand and house. My house is Slytherin. Oh, wait. I still need Patronus. Yeah. And your second house. My second house is Hufflepuff. My Patronus is a dolphin. And do we have anything on the Patronuses? What they mean? Nope. We'll go into Patronuses later. Okay. And how do you start reading the books, Taylor? I started reading the books because my grandma slash our grandma uh, sent me the first three when I was a little kid. And my dad started reading the books to me. We tried once and we got through like the first chapter. And as I'm sure a lot of Harry Potter readers know, the first chapter, first two chapters can be a bit daunting for the first book. But uh, we tried again when I was a little bit older and I ended up loving the books. And from there, I, my dad pretty much read all the books to me, except the last two, I think. And then I read all of them like 15 times <laughs> so and seen the movies multiple times so yeah so I know a lot about and I, I wrote the eighth book in case any of you guys are wondering on a piece of cardboard with a lot of my friends and then um, you did yeah I don't know what happened to it and you wrote fan fiction yep nice. I yeah okay I mean I already know that you read fan fiction I just didn't know that you also wrote it well I was a cool kid I don't know what to tell you, you. pretty cool all right, but that's me, Anna. Also, I'm the oldest and wiser of the two sisters as well. I, I don't know wondering. about that. You're older, sure, but... Okay, well, <laughs> Sage is turn. All right. My house is Slytherin. It is. So that's that. Take from that what you will. My second house is a Ravenclaw, or is Ravenclaw. Because... 
Clearly, I am very smart. <laughs> and my wand. My wand is a beech wood with a phoenix feather core, and it's 14 and a half and reasonably supple flexibility. We're both very tall now. What? What? I don't know. You're short. What's your Patronus? <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Um, my Patronus, I gotta get to it. My Patronus is a magpie. It's a bird. Cool. It's a little baby bird. It's kind of funny that my Patronus is a dolphin and yours is a bird. I mean, not that yours is a bird, but yours isn't a dolphin because Sage's middle name is Dolphin. But you <laughs> so named me that. That's so true. Maybe I didn't name you that. That's true. I did love dolphins. Um, um, do you want to know how I started reading the books? Yes. How do you start reading the books? I don't remember. <laughs> I just remember that you were really into it and I started reading it. Honestly, I think I watched the movies first, but in fifth or sixth grade, I started reading them and then I got through all one, two, three, four, and then the fifth and the sixth ones I thought were boring. <laughs> I tried to read the fifth one to her, but... Yeah, it wasn't. Just, I wasn't into it. But yeah. then the seventh one I did read, and I understood it all anyways because I had already seen the movies. So did you understand it all though? No, but for the most part, I understood it. And then a couple of years later, okay, when I was in college, <laughs> so more than a couple, I was like, maybe I should actually read the whole thing. And now that's what I'm doing. So yep. here we are. So we originally started this idea when um. When Sage first started rereading the books, because we're like, oh, this will be kind of fun. She'll be, like, newer to the books, and then I will be able to just know everything. Then she finished all the books before we even got this started. So, instead, we are going off. uh, We're listening to the characters read the books at home and going along with them. So, we'll be a couple chapters late on it, but that's fine. And, yeah... We realize there are a lot of other Harry Potter podcasts out there, but, you know, we appreciate you guys listening to us. Hopefully we have some ideas that are slightly different. We'll mainly be recapping the books as well as giving our ideas at the beginning of each... At the beginning of each... Sorry, I got a text. At the beginning of each podcast, Sage will ask me some questions from a book, and she'll see if I can answer the questions. And then we'll kind of recap, go through our thoughts... I don't know. Is there anything else that we need to do? News, maybe? Yeah, I don't think we have any news. news yeah. If we do, we'll tell you about it. Well, I mean, like, anything else that people might want from the podcast. Oh. I mean, Just if tell you us. think about it yeah. and you want something, you know, we'll see if we can provide. I mean, I think it'd be fun for other people to be involved with the questions and be involved with the points and answering things. I think that'd be a good time. Yeah. yeah. We'll see how this goes. We're just starting. We might be changing things up a little bit. Hopefully but... we won't be recording under a blanket yeah. forever. And also, I would like to talk about how much Harry Potter kind of helps kids and, like, helps with their psychology as they grow a little bit as well. Not to make mm-hmm. this a psychology podcast, but I just think that's interesting. So, so it just gave me a look like no, I'm really... I good. like it. I like it. I think it's good. Okay. Okay. On to the okay, quiz. Well, into so the chapter. Sage, why you so, chapter one. First Sage question. Is what does Mr. Dursley call Dudley? <laughs> yes. The What's boy a little ditty kid? No. Would you like to recap? Little tiny. I would yes. like to recap. What did I say? <laughs> yeah. on the okay. About 
<laughs> Wait, what do you mean? So we're like, introduced to the Dursleys in this chapter, who are very normal people, and also very boring. Oh, they're After dodging the everywhere, they're shooting Dudley stars, and, and Werner's been out about bar. wearing funny clothes. When he was leaving, he knows that yeah. there was a cat reading <laughs> a map. Right. Wait, no, it's impossible. What is it? Is it? But is it? So he's like his love drop reading a map. Because they're the only family that can read it. If they can read a map, then who's Because he wants Harry away from the map world in a way. He's a so he can just be thought of a normal by the way, is that because yes. he's born with that animal? Like he just I'm was born with an imagination? Or as a kid, did his parents yeah. kind of try to stamp well, out imagination? Well, like maybe. Okay. Like imagination yeah. Like. So I feel like maybe how they are. Okay, what is the. What does Dumbledore say he has the shape of a scar of? Wow. That's true. I'm not into that. Oh my god, London Underground. Do you think he's worse or better than his yeah, maybe it's like, not that. Okay, next time I make it harder. <laughs> Sorry, I've read these words a lot. I'm really disappointed. Sorry. I've been trying to read these words so much harder. Okay, fair. No, I'm sure I won't get all of them right. We'll see what happens. It's a part of his nature. How do you feel? Oh, wow. You know, I feel really proud. I'd like to thank my mom, my dad. Like, he's just mainly Harry Potter in general. He's like, for existing, for existing. Thank you, Harry Potter. Yeah, exactly. Harry Potter. I mean, I guess, I guess going along with his policy, he has to be. So right. it must be a very vanilla sex life. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. I just think that, like, I don't know. Then, like, does he not ima- like when he when he first had Petunia asked mm-hmm. out Petunia? Did he not imagine beforehand being like, here, how am I going to ask her out? Will she say yes? Will she say no? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, imagination maybe is he really just broad. Goes like. He doesn't really plan anything in his life, but then he'd have to. He doesn't. No, he, he seems, seems like, like a, planner. a planner. He does not but seem then, like someone who just goes plan with the flow. About imagining things. Yeah, I think we're thinking too deep into this. That's the whole point of this podcast, though. He plans. Maybe he only imagines realistic things. Okay, that's fair. And so, a cat reading a map is unrealistic. But then, who decides what's realistic? Huh? Hunters? Society. Society. Wow, terrible person. I hate Society a- is? Yeah. Not a person. Writing <laughs> is. It sucks. Um, but yeah, no, I think if I saw a cat reading a map, circling back to that, uh, I would 100% I mean, believe that they're reading We're both allergic, but I feel like it's both safe to say that we'd go up to it and yeah. try to, like, interact somehow. Because who yeah. wouldn't? You'd be insane not to be like, I'm curious about what that cat is doing and if it's magic. Yeah. Or, like, just really smart. Either way, I'd want to be its friend. Fair. I feel that. You had another question that you wanted to ask as well. <laughs> I did? Oh, the top one? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, also, 
I was wondering. I was reading this and I saw that. Also, she was reading- we're not weird. We just wrote our notes down yeah. on the same page so we can see them. <laughs> so I saw that. And so McGonagall's in her cat form, but then the map disappears. So is that magic? And if so, can Animagi do magic? In, yeah. In map. In- animal form <laughs> yeah no i honestly like okay so either a they can do magic in animal form or b they can't human conical quickly turn into a human hit the map and then quickly turn back into cat in like would be a half more second <laughs> honestly it would be like that'd be very impressive well, i was reading this thing when i was doing a little research for this that like said that maybe they could but they'd have to be like good at non-verbal spells and mm. spells about magic or about their wands because it's not like she'd That's have true. her wand out so maybe only people that have mastered those two things can do magic in their animagi yeah. forms because for the most part we don't really see animagi do magic we just see them turn in but they also, well, also Siri true and serious escapes prison That's escape true, but that was, i thought he just like walked out as a dog he still to get across the water that's that's very true. Maybe he's a good swimmer. <laughs> Doggy paddling all the way back to England. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, I don't, maybe they can. Maybe. They maybe can't. Not. We'll have to look more into it when we'll, we get to the third We'll do book. more research in Animagi yeah. then. But I'm going to say for now, or somehow as a cat, she hit it, the map. But I'm going to say that yeah. seems really impossible because she's just on i imagine it that she's on a sidewalk just reading it so where would she hide it yeah you know <laughs> no, i feel well she isn't she's sitting on a uh, like not a hedge but a like a ledge yeah <laughs> <laughs> so maybe she just pushes it behind her on the ledge and it falls she's just like whoops like now cat's just like pushing off things <laughs> yeah. like, just like, that's no. true all right yeah. So, so I like three that idea. Okay, so people go to our Twitter and maybe we'll create a oh, let's create a pool and people can, can vote. Can they do magic? Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like can they do or magic? if she just is like a cat and likes to push things off of stuff. Yeah. We'll see. I wanna know what y'all think. Or did she turn into a human, get rid of the map, turn back <laughs> into a cat? Three yeah, three options. Okay. So okay. I wanna continue with them. Yes. So after he drives off to work, Vernon starts noticing all these weirdly dressed people. And at first he thought they were just like young people dressed in robes. And he's like, freaking youngers. And then he realized that there's older wizards too. And he was like, he really hated the older ones. And so he assumed maybe they're collecting for charity. And there's just some really weird thing. But it's not. Anyways, I just feel like Vernon is the absolute worst for judging people like, when I read this, I was like, wow, but it's the absolute worst for judging people that look weird. And then I was like, but don't we all kind of do that sometimes? Yeah. And then I was like, oh my but god. But he's, like, the extreme version of True. it, you know? And I feel like, like, you might catch yourself if you're doing it and be like, oh, I shouldn't do that. But with him, he's like, nah, you know? Like, yeah. That's gross. Goes back to, like, your choices mm-hmm. are what makes you who you are, yeah. not. Dumbledore knows all. Exactly. Okay. Also, what kind of charity... <laughs> <laughs> like it's worrying like yeah, i feel like there's charity. so many other things to jump to before oh it's a charity like what cosplay that would be mine. oh i actually wrote that in here i wrote that oh okay that makes more <laughs> sense um then he probably doesn't know what cosplay is age 
Maybe. Or maybe. But here's the thing. Petunia loves to spy on people, right? Right. So I think that she'd go out of her way to find things, like, that she hates just so she can, like, hate them more. I should be, like, once people that follow someone who they hate just so they can hate but, on their like, posts. without the internet. So she just, yeah. like, spies on people just to be, like, ugh, you know? I still don't think they know what cosplaying is, but, yeah. <laughs> right. Fair enough. Um, <clears throat> so then the rest of the morning, Mr. Dursley, pretty pretty well. He was a jerk to everyone he worked with, so he felt like he was doing a good job. Um, and because his he sits with his back to the window, he didn't notice all the different owls flying back and forth and everyone being like, where are all these owls coming from? Taylor, yes. do you think they use the same type of owls all over the world? Or do you think it changes up? I would think that it changes up. Yeah, that makes sense, because it's supposed to be, like, discreet, right? Yeah. Well, also, I think, well, but then if you send, like, an owl somewhere really far, like, how far do owls travel? Because... Well, I think they, like, get rest, like, they rest up the night, you know? Yeah, but what if you just fly, like, over the Atlantic? Well, the they go up. They go through. Okay, then their wings would freeze. <laughs> then they go down. Then their <laughs> wings would also freeze. freeze. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. How do they do messages across the pacific atlantis okay let's add that's one of the things to look up i'm gonna bet yeah that they have like a wizarding like stationed on the like edge of the two like edges of mm-hmm. the pacific that owls can fly to and there's like then a way to like like magic the owl across or the note across and then there's an owl on the other side oh, that takes yeah. it but like there's no that's way true. that an owl can fly over the pacific you know. Do you know what's also weird? I swear this is one of the books, but I can't remember which one right now. But someone operates an owl to a different location. And... It's, are you Really? Yeah, and then I was like, wait, but what's the point? <laughs> That's probably it. That's probably what they do then, is that they operate owls, like, over the Pacific. <laughs> yeah, no, true. I, I feel that. But then aren't you not supposed to operate over, like, really long distances? Yeah. But maybe they just care less about owls. I mean, think about how little the wizarding world cares about house elves. Good point. So I kind of feel like they care more about owls than they would house elves, which I mean, is pretty messed up. But yeah, because the owls are more like their pets. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. We should look more into that. We should. Okay. So then, after a little bit, he went out to get some lunch, and he overheard these like weird, freaking people talking about some gibberish that, but he made out the words Harry and Potter. So he was like, wait, Harry Potter? Isn't my nephew named Harry and they're the Potters? Then he's like, wait, no, I don't know my nephew's name because I'm the worst. After he hears the words Harry and Potter, he rushes back to his office and he runs into someone who calls him a muggle. He's like, what the heck is a muggle, you weirdo? But he ignores it because he doesn't care. Once he gets back to his office, he starts to call Petunia before deciding that he didn't want to worry her. And I have to say, Sage, Loki, he's a good husband. I agree. Because like, he was like, I don't no, want to no. mess with Petunia right now. I don't want to ruin her day. I care too much about her. I'll just deal with it on my own. So we may hate him for, you know, everything else. But one thing, I'll give him a, I don't know, something. Also, I do find this an interesting chapter to read because when I was younger, it is true. I thought this chapter was really boring. But besides the chapter in, what chapter? The sixth book, 
the first chapter, like the other minister. This one also, I have a problem <laughs> um, that I can just pull out the names of chapters. No, like that. whatever. Um, <laughs> that's why we're doing this. That's true. But I do you find this chapter really interesting because it's the only other chapter really I guess we have Frank's chapter but that's different where we have a like we see everything from a muggle's viewpoint where he's interacting in society not just with another minister or you're not against Voldemort he's just like seeing what's going on and like knows things so I actually think it's a very interesting chapter okay so after he finished his day he drove home to see the same cat sitting there waiting for him and he's like what is this freaking cat doing is this how cats normally act and the answer is no he decided not to worry petunia just yet about what he had heard until later in the day or later in the night he after they put dudley to sleep he saw the news and on the news there were reports of owls acting really weirdly and also some shooting stars so finally, he asked Petunia, he's like, hey, how's your uh, sister doing? And also, what's my nephew's name? And she's like, it's Ari. It's a stupid name after they named their son Dudley. Dudley? Like, Sorry, I... Emily Dudley's letterless name. You have a great name. Oh, yeah. No, love Dudley's. But not this Dudley. Yes, Dudley actually, sucks. we don't like the name Dudley, but it's fine. <laughs> it's your name. Okay. <laughs> and so he kind of has this suspicion like prove but he's also like okay whatever i'm just gonna put it out of my mind i'm sure it's not them they aren't important for anything to happen to them a quick other thing in this uh chapter that happens that i didn't quite add to my recap but it's like dudley's first word or learned a new word that day and it's chance and i thought that was really funny because it reminded me of sage because i'm pretty sure her first words were like no <laughs> was it actually probably not but i thought that was funny I wouldn't be that surprised. After the Dursleys all fall asleep, a strange man enters the scene and uses a, well, at the time, uses a putter-outer, it later will be called something else, to snuff out all the lights. This man is... Dumbledore! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so Dumbledore notices the cat, which who then transforms into a woman, and we're introduced to... Professor McGonagall. That's not how you spell McGonagall. I know, I spelled it wrong. McGonagall. I don't know how to spell it. <laughs> Shut up. Um, so, yeah. This can't help me. <laughs> it's really also, hot. Also, I just put my foot on the top of your glass. It's accidentally, so she's probably not <laughs> So, then, Professor McGonagall is obviously devastated when she finds out the news is true about the Potters and is worried in Dumbledore's decision to have Hagrid pick up Harry and deliver him. Which, by the way, I feel so bad for her from McGonagall because, like, she taught the Potters and they all, like, we'll figure out later. They all fought together. But they all fought together and, like, I just feel like she had a connection to them, you know? And it just makes me sad. I agree. Um, and, of course, she loved Lily. Yeah. She didn't. Potter. Mm. well but she looked at them as like the Fred and George type so you know she might have had some you know how like they all get mad at Fred and George but then actually everyone loves Fred and George yeah but Fred and George don't bully that's true Severus. That's a good so. they weren't terrible people <laughs> at the same time but still I just feel bad for her just because and also they were so they were younger than me they were a year, they were a year older than you they were six months older than you they're 21 they 21? yeah this I think all students, as soon as they graduate, like, um, Hogwarts, 
they get married because every single person I've, we've heard about pretty much it sounds like they got married really young and then like it's for the most part someone that they met in Hogwarts well to be fair I also think that a lot of the parents in like the first wizarding war like a lot of Harry's mm-hmm. friends parents they just settled down really quickly that's because... what Molly said she said that like everyone yeah. got married really quickly because they didn't know if they were going to be alive the next day which not fun yeah exactly so I feel terrible for her so we then hear a loud engine from above and a flying motorcycle descends and we are then introduced to Hagrid Woo! <laughs> yay so Mick G then bat- bangs wow bangs Dumbledore not to leave Harry with the Dursleys because they are the worst kind of people and also asks if he can do anything about the lightning bolt shaped scar on baby Harry's forehead caused by where the killing curse hit him to which Dumbledore replies nope yeah and he also says that he has his own little scar on his knee, which is like the, the map, map of, of the London Underground. <laughs> yeah. How which would be think, very useful. How do you think he got the scar, Taylor? I don't know. I think we have a couple options here. I think one, he could have just been walking and then tripped and fell and was like, But would, does Dumbledore seem like someone who would just trip and fall? He could have gone at like a young age. I guess that's true. But even what we hear from him from a young age, he seems very like dignified and that's like true. very not, not like you and I just fall. That's fair. But I just don't see some like Dumbledore falling over his like robes or something. Okay. Fair enough. But it could it could happen. We yeah, don't know. you never know. I also think, you know, a battle could have had taken place. Mm-hmm. Grindelwald? Yeah, potentially. Grindelwald could have Voldemort just or Voldemort. Well, first. Uh, yeah, in the first yeah. true. Not exactly yeah, other people. It does seem like a weird. I will say it does seem like a weird place to hit someone with a spell. Is it the side of his knee or something? It's like on his knee, <laughs> his kneecap. Maybe like they're trying to immobilize him, and you know, like yeah. people take people's kneecaps out. True. So we don't really know, but you know, Why listeners. Why is it in the shape of London Underground? I, maybe here's another option. Okay. Dumbledore was like. Maybe, like, for a year, he was really interested in, like, muggles, and he wanted to, like, know, like, what's up, but he didn't want to, like, member, like, memorize the London Underground, so he just gave himself that scar, so that he could always look down his knee. Self-mutilation? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have another theory. Okay. Dumbledore got, <laughs> Dumbledore decided he wanted to be, like, the cool older dude. He got a tattoo the London Underground, because he just thought it would be, like, super, like, hip and cool but then as he got older and he went off to be headmaster he's like i guess i can't have like tattoos on my knees anymore and so he got no, it removed i like that one i think that's definitely the reason <laughs> and why. that's why i agree with you that's okay. the only way we'll have to put that as another what do you think? yeah it's another twitter know. thing um okay so after <laughs> you figure out why Dumbledore has the scar on his thing um, they then leave baby Harry on the doorstep with a note and Hagrid cries and, um, McGonagall is sad and not happy about it. And Dumbledore is like, well, here's a note. I left the baby and let's go party some more. So, a couple of questions about this, which was pointed out to me actually goblet of wine yes goblet of wine is another harry potter podcast who i love (laughs) so i would like to thank 
to thank them and give them credit for pointing this out. Oh, sorry, for pointing, I was fall off. for pointing this out to me when I was listening to them because I definitely think it's an interesting point. But uh, how did the baby not freeze to death since it's <laughs> November first in London and stage? Remember, I studied abroad in London. Yeah. <laughs> okay. First of all, it was freezing. Second of all, do you remember dropping me off and you dropped me off in like the summer and it was still cold? Yeah, it was pretty cold, honestly. Yeah, and so think about that now being November, how cold it was then. Like I leaving think a it baby. Was magic. I agree. It probably was magic. I bet they put some protective spells around him. Like the blankets or something to keep him warm. Well, yeah, but also magic. Like, so people can't see that. I mean, like, they kept, like, oh. So then that was my other question. It's like, what if the baby was stolen? Like, what if someone just, like, saw a baby and stole a baby? Now Harry's with his, like, people, so he couldn't get hurt. But are you hurting the baby if you steal it? What if he would have been raised in a much better home than the Dursleys? So you're telling me that someone who kidnaps a baby does it because they're like, I think it needs a better home. Sometimes people just, like, really want their own baby. That's why, like, there are people, crazy people who, like, okay, sorry if this is very inappropriate and anyone, like, trigger warning. What if someone, like, there are people that, like, cut open pregnant women, like, kill them. I know, but do you think that's a a better home? Like, Well, no, I'm just saying that it's another home. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. I don't know if I'd leave a baby on a doorstep. Well, good to know. If you ever die, just and your baby gets up to me, just like tell him to knock, you know, like yeah. I'll wake up. I promise. I'd rather like yeah, no. Well, actually, I might not wake up. You have to knock a couple times, but then I'll wake up eventually. But like, I, I got this baby. I feel that. Well, anyways, that was a recap of uh, this. Recap. Yeah, so I'm gonna go into a little quick discussion point about muckles because this is when we kind of first hear the word and. Also, the whole chapter is from, a, almost the whole chapter, is from a muggle's point of view. And the muggle would be burden. So my question about muggles is, like, as we know from the Fantastic Beast movies, that in the U.S., muggles are actually called nomage. But and in France, they're called non-magiques. Non-magiques? I can imagine. Floor. Floor? Floor, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, no magic. Oh, my Yeah, we get it. You know French. Not really. I said the <laughs> wrong way. I said I'm not magic. <laughs> Never mind. Um, but I decided to do a little research to see what muggles are called around the world. And so, as like I said before, we got muggles for the UK. Uh, we got no marriage for the US. And then two other terms, English terms for muggles are Camp spells and non wizards, which I have to say, I like that one almost the best. You do, yeah, it's just weird. Like, you can't put that. The thing is, is it like, I don't know, like, I get nomad because, like, it's it's like one word almost together, but like, it's basically no magic, but camp spells, like. Okay, very uncreative. No, 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 camp spells, I think, is kind of funny non-wizards i think is funnier because that's not creative at all it's like my you're a non-wizard and i'm like what <laughs> that's my favorite because yeah. spells 
like they tried to be creative, but they weren't. <laughs> and the Thoth wizards, they just knew. They like gave up. They're like, look, they're not wizards. Like yeah. I don't know what else to like, call. It's to the point, simple on top of it. I'm about it. I looked up a little bit more to see if there's any other things. I came across this site called Hive Pabble. Hive Pabble? Yeah. Anyways, and I realized that they have all the translations for muggles in other languages, which I kind of felt a little, what's it called? Like, when you're centric on your worldview. That's what I thought, and then I thought I was wrong. No, that's just like, that just means like you're super into Yeah, into yourself. Ethnocentric? No, that's your race. Yeah. Okay, whatever. I'll come back to this. So I might be an idiot. I might have to, like, add a little thing in there. But I just assume, like, in books, you know, obviously, it's, like, you know, if it's not... I don't know. Just since it's a made-up word, I figured muggles wasn't every language the same. But it's not. So I figured out that in other languages, it's called something else. Did you mean, like, you felt like... I don't know if vindicated is the right word, but, like, you're into something, and then you find out like other people are like also is into it and you're like no oh damn all right i tried to read your mind but it didn't work (laughs) i just mean that like i assumed that since muggles is a made-up word then all books obviously there are languages that have other characters that won't be able to like write muggles the same but i assumed in other languages it would still be muggle because it's a made-up word Okay. But it's not. It's a different word in other languages. So in some languages, it's still a muggle, but in others, it isn't. So here are a couple examples of ones. In Norwegian, it is gomps. <laughs> Sage is not a fan of that one. In Dutch, it's druzels, right. which is kind of fun. I kind of like that one, yeah. druzels. In French, it's moldu. Like, I like how it's said, but also it looks like you're just calling people mold multi in italian it is babana babana i like it me too in finnish it's justy justy also i'm really sorry if i'm pronouncing any of these wrongs and not doing the correct pronunciation pronunciation of yeah. how you say these we can't even pronounce regular words so yeah in Serbian, it is normalic, which I think it's just like normal. Normal, yeah, I don't like that one. Normalic. That if you're gonna be that uncreative, just go with non-wizards at that point. Yeah. Just say. Well, that's the thing is they wouldn't say non-wizards. They say whatever non-wizards translates well, to. What is wizard in Serbian? And in Portuguese, it's truax. So I thought that was just super interesting as we read the books to think about what these different. Muggles. That was interesting as we read the books to think about muggles in different languages and to be like, oh, what did he say in the book? What does uh, little wizard say to him? He's like, even muggles, like, you should rejoice for the Lord will, for he must not be named as gone. So we're like, even gomps, like, you must rejoice because he must not name as gone. Or even you who are Muldu, even you who are Muldu, shall rejoice. Anyways, I thought it was super interesting, and I thought I would just share that with the world, slash whoever listens to us. And then lastly, uh, the International Statue of Wizarding Secrecy was enacted in 1692. 
We'll actually talk more about that later on, I think, in some other chapters. Sure, but when was the Salem Witch stuff? Uh, I'm not sure. But that being said, some muggles are actually still allowed into the wizarding worlds. For example, if they marry in or if their kids are magical, i.e. Hermione's parents. Yes, Sage? So the Salem Witch Trials were 1692, so same year. Oh, that's probably, I wonder why. We should look, so okay. So definitely when we go over the International Statue of Wizarding Secrecy, we will talk about that and talk a lot more about the history of it and kind of what it enacts. But since we're already at an hour in this one. We're at an hour? <laughs> we're at 54 minutes. How? I know. Well, it's been. And that's without the questions. It's okay. All right. Maybe we do do one at a time. Yeah. Okay. So. Wait, so what's our actual? Uh, we're, I think we just need to find our outro. Outro. Yeah. Well, okay. So our next chapter will be Harry Potter, Sister Stone, Chapter Two: The Vanishing Glass. It's already come out, so if you guys want to read or listen to it, is read. What? You should do it. It's good. Yeah, you should. It's really good. But it's read by Noma Dum. Dumaswani. Nope. Dumaswani. I'm I'm really sorry. sorry. But it's stage Hermione for the cursed yeah. child. So that's awesome. She does a great job. And we've actually already listened to it. We've actually already listened to all four of the ones that are out. <laughs> so we're super excited. If you guys have any ideas for or any questions or ideas you guys want to send our way, please do. We will be setting up some social media accounts just in case this actually takes off and people start listening to us. And also so you can all, you know, vote on our polls and interact yeah, with us. I'll vote on it. I'll vote on it. I don't really have a Twitter, so. Well, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, start listening to us and stay tuned for that. Yeah, so I came up with an outro, but it's not really good. We'll say it. So, y'all, stay cursed or Or stay magical. I'm going to go with cursed. You can be magical. Okay, I thought you'd want to be cursed, but I thought you'd want to be magical because I mean, you told me to stay cursed. But, like, also, it sounds more badass to be cursed. That's true. Or well, a reminder, since our name is Harry Potter and the Cursed Sisters, I was like, maybe our outro would be, like, stay cursed. But then Sage was like, but why would you want to stay cursed? I have mixed viewpoints on this. Because, <laughs> <laughs> logically, why would you want to stay cursed, you know? But then, like, also, it kind of sounds badass. Like, right. Stay cursed. If you have any ideas or if you hate anything, don't tell us if you hate it, but we'll be sad. give creative <laughs> or give constructive criticism. Yeah. But then also compliment us while you're giving them criticism. So mostly just say you're awesome. Just be like, you're yeah. great. You're amazing. One little thing you might want to think about fixing, but overall, you guys are the best people ever. Yeah, exactly that. Yep. And let us know your Hogwarts house. Yeah. Let us know who's listening to us and, you know, who's part of it. Stay cursed. Or stay magical. (laughs)